This week on Ask Dr. Katie, um, I've been running across many people who have only studied their Western astrological sign. Yeah, and that's that's very common. So when they see what their rising sign is, or even sun sign in Jyotisha is not what they um, are used to hearing, and no matter what you say to them, it's difficult to see the difference with fresh eyes in this Vedic perspective. What can I say or do to ease the pain? That's a re that's a really good question because it's it, somebody is married to a concept about themselves and they think of it as one dimensional. The way that I deal with this in my practice, like when I get somebody who's really steeped in a version of themselves, whether it's Western astrology, human design, whatever it is, like even just their concepts from childhood, what I um, what I tend to 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 try to bring into that is the understanding that we don't have to be either or, but we can be both and. In fact, we're multidimensional beings. So looking at somebody from the perspective of Western astrology and that discipline, which I don't know personally, but I do know that there it has it has a lot of depth and it has served people. Otherwise, it wouldn't be you it wouldn't be considered to be useful. It does serve a very valuable purpose, even though the 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 system of Vedic astrology totally contradicts it from the sidereal calculation of the zodiac. It doesn't invalidate it. I feel like it's a both and kind of proposition. So what I would tell your clients or what I would suggest that you tell your clients when they start like, or they have a kind of refusal to be open to seeing themselves in a new light is to emphasize that, you know, Western astrology sees you from one perspective. We're holographic. One perspective, we can see you from this angle. We can see you from that angle. It's like the story of the, the five blindfolded Brahmins who were asked to describe the elephant. And each one was given a different part. Yeah, like one was holding on to the tail. One was given the tusk. One was given one of the ears. One was given the trunk. And they were each asked to describe what is an elephant. And so the guy holding on to the tail said, it's like a rope and it's rough and it's like, you know, long and like a snake. And the other guy says, no, 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 it's not at all. It's like the, it's, it's pliable, it's floppy, it's, you know, it's soft and it's smooth like the ear. And then the guy holding onto the, the, the tusk says, no, it's like hard, like a spear, like a rock. I mean, truth is one, but the wise call it by different names. Every part that was described by the Brahmins is true. Western astrology describes a part of somebody that's true. Vedic astrology describes another part. People get caught up in the semantics. 
when they start going into that, they're just, they're in their head about the, like, trying to figure out what is a rising sign and what is their sun sign and all that. It's like better to just, you know, translate it more than talk about the concepts. Like this is the finesse that we all learn and each client is different um, in the way that we have to talk to them. But some that are really in the head that want to hold on to concepts, it's better to like try to steer them into letting that go, like not making that matter so much as much as this is just a tool of self-reflection, like the semantics don't really matter. You know, I've had astrology readings, maybe you guys have too, with certain uh you know, astrologers who just like go into all the like, you know, you've got the fifth degree, like retrograde, eighth house, Mercury, Saturn, trying and like, you know, all the language that just people gloss over. So it's kind of like finding the, the right way to reach the client that you're dealing with and so when they start going into this five brahmins all is right all is true and that's very vedic thinking truth is one sages call it by different names as you guys start reading more charts and opening up yourself to like you know experimenting sharing this work what you'll find are the people who come to you are there to teach you something about yourself a hundred percent of the time they're always there it's like you're delivering them a message but really they're teaching you some new skill and this is such a great example of it it's like but that's part of your job. And, and that's, I think that's why both of these modalities work together really well. Eastern, I mean, uh, Western astrology, tropical astrology, and Vedic sidereal astrology. They go together really well because we can't get too pigeonholed into one way of looking at ourselves. You know, they, they, they're mutually complementary opposites, I feel. Um, and, and exact, this is an exactly perfect example, you know, of why they're mutually complementary, because just by being like something totally opposite of what you thought you were, like, I remember when I first had my chart read, you know, I only know knew about myself through the tropical astrology as a Libra. And I remember Chakrapani Ulal said to me, and she is a Pisces rising, one fish this way, one fish that way. And I was like, what? Wait, what? Like, I, I really remember that moment so clearly as like a kind of aha, like, Oh, I'm I'm somebody else than what I thought I was. Wow, that's amazing. 
you know, and I can imagine like, likewise, if I had always thought of myself as like from the Vedic lens, if I looked at myself from the Western, it would be an equal aha. Oh, I always thought of myself this way. I'm cemented in the belief of myself as being that person. Are you curious to know what your Vedic moon sign is? Head over to VedicMoonSigns.com and get your free personalized report.